Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. What I'm seeing over and over again is fear and shame over the desire to lose weight and then fear and shame over never losing weight and their bodies staying the same. So these women are feeling like in order to be an intuitive eater that they can't want to lose weight. And what I see is this is what keeps women coming back to diets and in this space of an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living and an on-again, off-again relationship with food freedom. Living a healthy, balanced life is no small feat, especially when you're a mom. With meals to cook, laundry to load, work to do, and humans to raise, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe living a healthy life has become way too complicated. What we need isn't a new plan or program telling us what to eat or how to live. We need simple, uncomplicated routines and information that's going to help us live our best, most beautiful life without rules and restrictions. Join me, Kristen Dofniak, holistic health coach, certified intuitive eating counselor, and mama of two for weekly conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life, uncomplicate eating, and simplify in every area of mom life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. I am so grateful you are choosing to spend a pocket of your day with me today. I have a topic to share with you guys today that has been widely requested and I won't lie to you guys, it's not the easiest conversation to have in this space of speaking about intuitive eating and balanced eating. There is a lot of division on the topic of weight loss and if we should even be speaking about weight loss at all in the intuitive eating space as someone who promotes and shares about intuitive eating. But I shared about this topic over on Instagram and I heard some incredible feedback from the women who listened to the live I did talking about this subject that they wanted to hear more about this. And they want me to dig into this a little more because something that I have heard come up a lot, especially in with the women in my community who've sent me DMs on Instagram, who have hopped on discovery calls with me for one-on-one -on -one coaching, is that they feel like they can't even talk 
about weight loss, that if they talk about weight loss or having a desire to lose weight, that they won't be a part of the intuitive eating club or that they can't even pursue intuitive eating if they have a desire to lose weight. But I have so many women who come to me telling me that they want freedom with food, but they also want to lose weight and they do have a desire to change their body. And that is why why they've been on and off of diets for so many years. And they want to get to the point of body acceptance and they're working on that, but they, they want to pursue food freedom and they feel like they can't unless they have this perfect relationship with their body size and no desire to lose weight. So what I'm seeing over and over again is fear and shame over the desire to lose weight and then fear and shame over never losing weight and their bodies staying the same. So these women are feeling like in order to be an intuitive eater that they can't want to lose weight. And what I see is this is what keeps women coming back to diets and in this space of an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living and an on-again, off-again relationship with food freedom. Hey mama, I don't know about you, but during the holiday season or approximately from October 31st through December 31st, my mealtime routine gets totally off. We've got events and just things out of the ordinary, even this year that looks way different than years past, it just seems to feel a bit off with the holidays. I'm not planning as I normally do. I'm typically not prepping as much as I normally do. And I'm just feeling kind of off. So I always start the new year wanting to get back on track with my meal planning and with my budget, especially after all of the Christmas spending. So I really want to make sure that I have the tools on hand to make sure meal planning is easy for me as I come into the new year because I want one less thing to think about. I've got big goals for 2021 and I'm hoping it doesn't look a single thing like 2020. So I really want to make sure that we are getting our family back on track track in a way that feels really relaxed. And one of the ways I do that is with my Healthy Mama Meal Planner. This is the third edition of my Healthy Mama Meal Planner we just released. And for those of you who don't know what it is, it's the ultimate tool for simplifying healthy living by planning ahead to create nourishing meals for your family in a way that is flexible. In print or digital versions, it is 200 pages of planner bliss for those of you who are as planner obsessed as I am or 200 pages of ease when you're looking to simplify and streamline your family's meals. As a former personal chef, holistic health coach, and mama of two, I know what it means to need to get dinner on the table fast and planning ahead will help you get there. Head to healthymamachris.com slash meal planner to grab your copy for 25% off through the end of the year. That's healthymamachris.com slash meal planner. And it keeps them from embracing food freedom long term because they feel like they're not allowed to have this desire and having this desire is somehow at odds with intuitive eating. So the question that comes up is, can you pursue intuitive eating while still wanting to lose weight and also having health goals? So I want to be clear, just to start, that the purpose of intuitive eating, it's not to lose weight. The purpose of intuitive eating has never been 
as a weight loss plan. The purpose of intuitive eating is to help you heal your relationship with food, to get off the on-again, off-again diet cycle, to make peace with food, and to embrace freedom with food and authentic health, which is the place where our internal awareness, so that internal connection with our body's cues, meets our external health values. And that includes health. And weight may or may not be, weight change, either gain or loss, may or may not be a part of your health journey. But just because you pursue intuitive eating doesn't mean you'll never or can't have a desire to lose weight. It also doesn't mean that you will automatically gain weight because you work on intuitive eating. What's really important in all of this is not whether or not you can pursue intuitive eating and also have a desire to lose weight. It's getting to the bottom of why your goal is to lose weight and if it's a goal that will actually serve you, serve your health, and serve your balance long term. Intuitive eating is weight neutral. It's not meant for intentional weight loss. It's about creating that healthy relationship with food, which may or may not result in body change. Either can happen. It's not a guarantee that you'll gain weight, which is so many women's fear as well. But food freedom doesn't mean that your body will never change. True, intuitive, balanced eating, as I like to call it, means you will find a size range that is right for your unique body, and here's the key, that doesn't take a ton of effort to maintain. Now, that doesn't mean that if you're not intentional about your health and you're not tuning into your body, you'll just find your set point and magically stay there. Balanced eating is about more than just stitching diets. It's about creating healthy habits that will serve you and your health long term. Intuitive eating is part of the path to become a balanced eater. So there is intention involved in this, in finding what works for you, what feels good in your body, and working on maintaining those habits rather than working on maintaining your weight is what's going to help you keep that set range long-term instead of yo-yoing up and down, which we know is no good for our health, physical or mental. If in ditching diets, you create a healthier relationship with food, you stabilize erratic behaviors around food, things like emotional eating and the binge and restrict cycle, and you actually pursue a self-care approach to food and wellness, and your weight was above a place that is comfortable for your body, you might very well lose some weight. And there's nothing wrong with this. I want you to know that you are welcome here. You are welcome listening to this podcast, being a part of this community if you have a desire to lose weight and you hope that this is the outcome of your journey when it comes to becoming a balanced eater. But here's the thing. If your only goal in getting healthy, which is what most people refer to getting healthy, but it actually refers to a desire to lose weight, If your only goal is to hopefully lose weight, I can pretty much guarantee that even if you do lose weight, that weight loss, it's not going to last and neither will your health goals because here's the key and this is what I'm getting at here. Weight loss is separate from health gains. Listen to that again. Weight loss is separate from health gains. Weight is an appearance goal, not a health goal. 
Weight loss might be a side effect of creating healthy habits and creating a healthier relationship with food, but it is not the healthy habit and it's not the goal of creating a healthier relationship with food because weight isn't a habit, it's a measurement. And so this is where I see so many women get tripped up when it comes to having the desire to lose weight and get healthier. They make those goals one and the same, but recognizing that those are separate goals and I am here to hold space for both both of them, but I want to get clear on the difference. All you need to do is look around in a room and we know that we come in many, many different sizes and we can be healthy at many different sizes. This doesn't mean that we are healthy at every size. Each of us has our own healthy size, but it's not necessarily weight dependent, okay? Our weight stabilizes when our habits align with balanced living. Weight in and of itself is so much more than just the food we eat and the way we move. This is simply what the media has made it out to be. So many of us are in this place of obsession with trying to control our bodies and try and force our bodies into a certain size by just controlling our food and exercise. But any of us who have been in the place of dieting before, of controlling our food and controlling our workouts to try and control our weight, realize that eventually something's got to give because control only lasts so long It takes so much of our energy, it takes so much away from our life that we feel like we are a failure and when we fall off of it. But it's the approach that's failing us, not us. It's the control that fails us because our approach is one of control, not one of self-care. When our focus is only on intentional weight loss, we are not pursuing healthy habits. We're pursuing weight loss. And It's okay for that to be your goal, but pursuing weight loss alone is not a long-term goal or the means to creating long-term change. The reason 95% of diets fail is because it's a short-term effort for what is hoped to be a long-term gain, and that just doesn't add up. Even if you succeed at weight loss and you haven't created healthy habits along the way, it'll creep back up. Because the weight loss truth that no one wants to talk about is that whatever you do to lose the weight, you need to maintain for the rest of your life to maintain that weight loss. So if what you do to lose weight isn't sustainable like a diet, neither will the weight loss be. Which is why when women embrace a balanced approach to eating and their weight stabilizes, it's a much it's a much easier place to maintain. I'll share my own self as an example. Because I don't talk about this a ton because I don't like to talk numbers, so I'm going to be number neutral here. But I was at my heaviest when I was in high school before my eating disorder. My biggest fear when I embraced intuitive eating was that I would end up the size I was in early high school again. That's the 100% truth. And I am not particularly proud of it, but it is my truth. That was my biggest fear when I started intuitive eating. But here's what I learned in my journey. And my story is very similar to many of the women I work with as well. At my heaviest, I was not 
my healthiest. I was emotionally eating. I was binge eating. I was in this place of early dieting stages. So I would diet and then I would have cheat days or cheat weekends and overeat on the weekends and back and forth and back and forth until this became such an obsession. It spun into an eating disorder. And then even after the few years that I struggled with an eating disorder, I still struggled with a binge and restrict cycle because I hadn't created a healthy relationship with food. But at my smallest, I also wasn't my healthiest. I had a disordered relationship with food. I was not really taking care of my body. I was in that place of obsessing over my food and fitness. It was just a little bit more extreme than the average dieter. I wasn't my healthiest at my heaviest. I wasn't my healthiest at my smallest. But when I allowed my weight to stabilize by taking the focus off of the number on this scale and instead focused on creating long-term change, starting with a healthy relationship with food and then moving into a place of learning the routines and rituals I needed to have in place to create a healthy, balanced life, I did gain a little in the beginning. I needed to gain a little bit in the beginning because I was coming out of a fitness competition phase and that was just my truth. I needed to gain like five to seven pounds. It wasn't anything crazy, but I needed to gain a little bit of weight. And then I gained a little bit more in the permission phase of intuitive eating when I was allowing myself to eat all the foods that I didn't allow myself in those couple of years that I was working on competing in fitness competitions. And this was another, you know, five to seven pounds ish. And this is just my body. And I'm trying to stay pretty weight neutral. I'm not giving you specific numbers or anything like that. I'm just trying to give you kind of a baseline of what happened with me. Because what happened when I really truly found my balance, when I moved past the permission stage of intuitive eating, those early phases where I was just eating all of the things I didn't allow myself, and I found what felt good in my body, I found my beautiful balance I lost a little again too. My jeans became a little bit looser and I have been that same size. I do not weigh myself anymore, but I've been in those same size of jeans, which is three sizes smaller than I was at my heaviest for three years. Three years, my body has not changed in an extreme way. Our bodies are meant to change. They are meant to ebb and flow. Just because you find your set point size, your set point range, I don't recommend this being something that you are searching for on the scale, but have it be something where, you know, your jeans fit good and you're not exchanging your jeans for a bigger pair or a smaller pair multiple times a year. But it's it's steady for the most part. Maybe you switch between a couple sizes, but it's it's generally steady. This doesn't mean that it's never going to change because our bodies are changeable. They're meant to change over time. We're not meant to be the same size that we were in in high school for most of us. I'm in different sizes than I was at the beginning and the end of high school because of my unhealthy relationship with food in both instances. But you are a grown woman and you are meant to be the size that you are meant to be right now. And it might change in the future and this is okay. It's about taking the time to Focus on taking care of your body and allowing your weight to fall into place instead of focusing on trying to control your body into an ideal that might not be right for your body. So I want to pass on a tool that I use with my clients to get your goals in the right place to lose weight if it's right for your body. 
Because the truth is what you want isn't usually the actual weight on the scale. It's how you think you would feel or be when you lose the weight. So my question for you is what if you could feel that way and be that way without losing a single pound? What if you let go of the number and simply focused on what outcome you want out of losing weight? So take some time after listening to this podcast to journal about this. What is it that you really want out of weight loss? If it's right for your body, why do you want to lose weight? Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? And what are some things you could start to work on outside of just staring at that scale every single morning beating yourself up? What are actual action steps that you could take to move towards becoming that woman that you want to be to feeling the way that you want to feel without simply focusing on the number? Because that number focus is what keeps us trapped. It's not about not having a desire to lose weight. It's about allowing that number to become neutral so we can focus on the things we actually want and allow that weight loss to happen if it's right for our body, but be unattached to the number or the result of the weight loss in and of itself and be focused on that person we actually want to be. Who do you want to be when you're 80? What do you want to be remembered for? It is pretty much guaranteed that you do not want to be remembered for having a six-pack or spending all your time in the gym. You want people to remember you for who you are and how you made them feel and how you showed up in the world for the people who are most important to you. Focus on that. Focus on who you want to be and how you want to live. And if weight loss is something through creating healthy habits that happens and that helps you to be that woman that you want to be, then great. Focus on being that woman you want to be. Set that number aside. Know that the desire is okay and valid, but let's switch that focus and really allow yourself to focus on what really matters. So I would love to hear your feedback on this, friends. I would love to hear your thoughts, your fears. This is something that I'm so happy to talk about with the women in my community, whether you are following along on Instagram, you're a part of my Uncomplicated Eating course, which brings you through the whole process of ditching diets, letting go of emotional eating, learning to trust your body, learning to respect your body, and then start to create those routines and rituals to become a balanced eater and really embrace your beautiful balance. If you want to get in touch with me, share with me how this feels, share with me your hopes, your fears, your struggles, I would love to connect with you. So head to Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris, shoot me a DM, shoot me an email. I would love to connect with you more on this, and I hope you enjoyed this episode and this topic. Thank you so much for being here with me today, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. 
And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.